Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga. Hello, everyone. It's Betsy Hicks filling in for Terry Aranga, and we are going to have a great show today. Terry, um has asked me to do this particular show because she knows my passion for the subject of fermentation. And as I was able to speak um, at Autism One conference on the subject and have written for her magazine as well on it, this is a huge, huge topic today. And I don't care if you're listening because you have a child with autism or if you're listening because you're just left over from the last show or if you're listening just because you happen to come on to Voice America right now. This is a show for everybody. Everybody can benefit from understanding the importance of fermentation. And what I'm really excited today is my guest, Simon Gorman, who works with Wise Choice Market. And we're going to talk today about those of you who don't like the kitchen much and don't want to prepare these foods, how you can purchase them pre-made, delicious fermented foods pre-made. And then we're going to finish up the show like a little bit towards the end we're going to talk about, as my specialty being the picky eating, because I'm, I'm the author of Picky Eating Solutions, and we're going to finish up the show today talking about how to get these fermented foods down to our kids, all these different ideas of all the different things that Simon has and how we're going to make them really fun and palatable. So it's going to be a great show. Simon, welcome to the show today. Hi, Betsy. Thanks for inviting me. Well, I'm thrilled to invite you because you offer an amazing product, and we were able to sample them at the Autism One conference, and they were extremely well-received. People were thrilled because I think everyone is just a little scared of the fermentation piece, and I think that um, everyone's expecting their kids not to want to eat it, and they're expecting not to like it. But I do feel that it's truly a matter of something that everybody would will eventually enjoy, enjoy if they just start making it a daily part of their diet. Tell me, let's start off with who Wise Choice Market is so that people understand where you're coming from and your background into fermented foods. Okay. Um, well, we're actually, uh, Wise Choice is a way of offering uh, organic fermented vegetables to uh, folks in the U.S., we actually make the, the fermented vegetables in a little uh, factory in the countryside of Quebec, Canada, and we just found that it was very difficult to supply our customers from across the border, so we set up a, a web store in the U.S., and that's Wise Choice. So I wear both hats. 
That is, we am, I'm involved in the production of the fermented vegetables themselves and then also run the online store to supply our, our direct clients. And um, <clears throat> we've been uh, making our fermented vegetables and, and the juices from those vegetables in Quebec for over 15 years now. Our, uh, all our products are certified organic and we buy the vegetables from local farms that we've been working with all these years. And um, we're really excited about uh, seeing the way that the demand for these products has taken off uh, recently. I think people are recognizing their benefits and um, due to the fact that we've, we've got an established uh, reputation for these products and that we've invested um, a lot of, in research into the science of making them uh, on a commercial scale without compromising the quality and the benefits, um, we've got the, the platform to, to supply um, as the demand uh, grows. So we're really excited to, to be in that position. So let's, for the, uh, that is a great way to understand, you know, where you're at. Because first, let me, let me start by saying that anybody who doesn't know this, Canada's restrictions for foods are way, way stru- uh, stricter than the U.S. So anything, whenever it's coming from Canada we immediately make the assumption that it's in a much better situation than what, what types of uh, rules that the U.S. have to meet. So you're, you already have my vote from that because I know how strict they are in Canada for um, food requirements. It's um, true. We're, we're, we're um, very strictly inspected and, um, of course, we meet all the conditions for food production and there is an extra layer of inspection for food products that are exported from Canada, so um, yes, you can be assured that we are uh, up to those standards for sure. Do you know what, um, what one of the things that I learned from Sander Katz was something that was I thought was fascinating, that there has never, ever, ever, ever in the United States been a reported case of food poisoning from a fermented food. That uh, he had researched that, and I think that that's a really big one to tell people because I think the immediate feeling of some people who are because we're talking about bacteria, we're talking about live bacteria, and they're thinking, "Wow, that's that might be scary." But this is about as safe as you can possibly go, and the way that you prepackage these and send these is a, a brilliant way. That's that's the reason we sell you through our website as well at Elementals Living. But I want to uh, to talk about that the whole packaging piece. But first, before we go into there, let's talk a little bit about the, the benefits because at the beginning of the show I mentioned everybody can benefit from these foods. And I was hoping you would like to share a little bit about the benefits of fermented foods and then I will be thrilled to embellish on it. But if you would like to start that conversation, that would be great. Sure. Okay. Um well, fermentation is really a very traditional method of preserving food, and it applies to all sorts of food. It can be milk, in case of yogurt and, and cheese, uh, or, or vegetables, and, and, and even meat products have been traditionally being fermented. And the way it works, and that this is really touches on the safety aspect that you mentioned, fermentation works by lowering the acidity of the food uh, to a point where um, the... Um, uh, dangerous bacteria can't survive, and and that's how it, it's preserved. And people have been doing this for, for centuries in the form of sauerkraut, for example, which was uh, a perfect way and um, 
relatively low-tech way that could be done on, on the farm of, of preserving the harvest over the winter. And um, all it really needed was the right conditions, uh, usually a combination of salt and thyme. And um, what we've done is to do that you know, slightly in a more modern way, but without compromising the, the final result. And the fermentation process, in addition to reducing um, the acidity, to in, in our case of sauerkraut, the pH is about 3.5, which um, is, is very acidic. Uh, it, it, it's a cyclical process of uh, different bacteria strains that are active during that fermentation when the conditions are right. And of course, in our facility, we create the ideal conditions for fermentation. And the, the bacteria uh, proliferate, the good bacteria, and the enzymes uh, also um, uh, proliferate in, in the right conditions. And as long as the product is treated correctly, that is, it's not pasteurized or sterilized or cooked or irradiated in any way, then all of those good guys are still there when the product is packaged. And in our case, the packaging, as you mentioned, is unique uh, because we have the fermentation process under control. We are able to package the product in vacuum uh, pouches as opposed to the heavier uh, glass jars. And this makes it very convenient, of course, for shipping and for, for taking with you when you travel. But uh, the, the health benefits of these live bacteria have been well recognized. One term that's used for them is probiotics. And... Um, the thing to look out for is, is fermented products that are still uh, unpasteurized because the heat does does kill off the bacteria and the enzymes. So you had mentioned before that you're taking this food and making it at a certain acidity level. So then why is it that the food is so, in fact, alkalizing to the system when it's such an acidic food? Why does it not make us acidic when we eat it? Um, that's a good question. I, I probably should refer that to a, an expert on that topic. Um, we have had reports of that being the case. I think one reason may be is that the type of lactic acid, uh, naturally produced lactic acid that's responsible for the acidity in the vegetables and the fermented vegetables is, is so um, beneficial for the body in many ways, and that could be uh, one of the results. And, and, and the other piece of it, too, is that it does make everything break down. I mean, it's obviously a, a product that's meant to help things to break down. And digestion, it, it will help you digest your foods, and it actually works like a digestive enzyme. And so much of the acid that we get is not because that we are so acidic in our stomach, but it's because we're not digesting things properly, and so we create this type of acid reflex that, that develops because of our lack of digestion. And one of the things that cultured vegetables will do um, is they will actually help break down your foods and make them more digestible. So um, it, it, it really helps a tremendous amount of people with digestive issues. So don't let the acidity word scare you because it's how it reacts in your body that is, is key. That's right. And then the, that, that form of naturally occurring acid is actually very beneficial, and, and as you rightly say, Betsy, the, um, the uh, assistance that the, these fermented vegetables offer with digesting the foods that they're eaten with is tremendous, and, and traditionally people recognize this. Um, sauerkraut, for example, which causes a big uh, traditional German food, was nearly always eaten with something that was otherwise quite heavy, so sausages or 
or meat and so on, because people recognized that when they ate the two things together, the sauerkraut uh, uh, helped digestion of the other foods. They didn't know why. Of course, they didn't know the scientific aspects of enzymes and so on, but they just felt the results, and that's still true today. Except for those who aren't getting a, a version of cultured vegetables that's used through a lacto-fermentation or through salt. For those that are using vinegar in sauerkrauts, those are not going to be helpful. And I want to make sure that people understand the difference. Um, because if you're going to your regular grocery store and just picking up a, a, a jar of sauerkraut that's been made with vin- that's been made with vinegar, you're not going to get any of these benefits. In fact, you may do um, the opposite, which is you're going to feed the yeast and bad bacteria with the vinegar as opposed to helping to control it. Yes, that's true. Um, products that have been acidified with vinegar have not been through the fermentation process or, or it's been shortcut. They don't have those same benefits. And, and as you say, the acidity is such that it's, it's really a bit, it's too extreme. It's most commercially made vinegar is... is in fact, acetic acid in one form. So uh, that's really not not the same thing at all as naturally fermented and unpasteurized products. It's really sad, too, because um, I was just in Germany last year, and the whole Bavarian area, the Tyrolean and Bavarian area, which was so, so strongly, heavily, where most of the sauerkraut kind of came from, they don't realize that that's a big part of the reason they're getting sicker as a culture, too, is that they've been switching over the methods of making their sauerkraut. All right, we need to take a break, um, but we're going to come back, and let's talk a little bit more about the products that you offer because they are fabulous, and I'm excited to share with people lots of different things that we're going to be able to do with those products. We'll be right back with Simon Gorman of Wise Choice Market. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. Hello, everyone. It's Betsy Hicks filling in for Terry, and we are having a fun 
day-to-day talking to Simon Gorman with Wise Choice Market about fermentation, one of the most um, cutting-edge therapies used in the treatment of autism right now. And I just want to give um, fermentation a little bit of a, its own testimony. Um, first off, I think it's really interesting because um, my husband, Dr. John Hicks, was part of the think tank, the gut think tank at Autism One, where they talked a lot about different ways of helping to work on the gut. And it's really becoming to be a mainstream recommendation now with autism treatment that fermentation is absolutely necessary. A total necessity in working with autism and really helping to heal the gut, that you can do so many superficial things to help to work on the gut that might help it temporarily, but until you change the whole milieu of the, the bacteria and get rid of the dysbiosis and to create this harmonious place within the gut area, you're really going to be consistently having new issues and problems come up, but when you get that gut into a great place. There's so much benefit that can come from it. And we see it happen every single day. And, you know, as a medical practice, we have no profit to be made off of recommending fermentation. I mean, yes, we do sell Wise Choice Markets foods here, and that's wonderful, and we are so thrilled to do that. But, I mean, it would be much more profitable to be able to have somebody coming in for very expensive supplements or or, um, different types of fancy probiotics when the fact is that one of the most inexpensive things that you can do in working with some of these foods is truly one of the best things that you can do. So this is not a just a food for the rich. This is something for everybody, and um, it's not just for your child with autism. It's for everybody in the house because we're all struggling today with dysbiosis because of the fact that we take antibiotics and we wipe out the good bacteria and because our foods don't contain natural probiotics anymore and we wash all the probiotics off and do all these things that we used to get ways of getting them naturally. My son is a great testimony for um, fermentation because um, prior to us using fermented foods, he could never hang on to probiotics because Oral probiotics are transient. They will go in your system and they'll stick around for maybe a week or so, but they are not going to usually build with on themselves, where with fermented foods, those are, they actually implant and then they create their own films of good bacteria implants and help control things way, way better. So it's one of the best ways. My son got rid of 50 food intolerances. He he came up high on IgG and IgM and IgA for just about every food that they tested on. And once he started fermented foods, they all went away. And it's been just a wonderful addition to our life that we continue with every day. And a lot of people will say, and um, Simon, we'll go at this get back into your foods, but a lot of people will say, well, do I have to eat a package a day? Am I looking at a cup? And I don't know what your recommendation is, but Dr. Hicks specifically says, no. I mean, you're looking at, for a small child, just one spoonful a day, one spoonful like two to three times a day, or for a, a larger child, maybe two large spoonfuls a few, a few times a day. You don't have to be consuming huge quantities to have the benefits of this. Do you agree with that, or are you... Um, saying more that you need packages. I don't, I don't know what your philosophy is on that, Simon. <laughs> no, I would agree with that, Betsy. Um, the thing to remember with, with these fermented foods that are, that are still alive is that it's a food. It's not a drug. And, and as such, it's really used as part of your daily routine and um, uh, uh, nutrition. 
And um, so it really it's not a, an issue of uh, dosage or, um, or or anything like that. It's really uh, a cumulative benefit that comes over time and, and it expresses itself in all sorts of ways. And uh, that's why we, we recommend exactly as you say, a, a little bit uh, taken regularly with food um, usually works very well. And, and in fact, we haven't seen... Uh, any benefits in in taking huge quantities? It doesn't work like that. It's not a straight line type of uh, uh, arrangement. It's really something that builds up over time. And in fact, you need to give your body the chance to absorb um, the bacteria and the enzymes in there, so not to bombard it with too much. So I think your approach is is just right. And and it is. I think naturally we do start to increase the amounts we we have because our body becomes accustomed to. Um, feeding all that good bacteria, so we tend to crave it a little bit more. And that's one of the things I'll be talking more about when we talk about the picky eating aspect of it. And goodness knows the picky eating aspect is not just for children because I have more adults probably that complain to me about it <laughs> than, than, than actual children. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's something that when you first start off eating, it may be averse to you or that you have a hard time with it, but as you start doing it more regularly, your body will start to crave it because you're starting to feed all that good bacteria. Um, Simon, you have so many products. Um, I know two of your products that we promote quite heavily, which are the actual cultured vegetables in the packages themselves and in the um, the liquids, the actual juices of the vegetables that we work. And I don't know a lot about your other products. Why don't you tell me a little bit about the, the variety of products that you offer? Okay. Well, let's start with the vegetables. Um, of course, they're, they're all certified organic. That means the, the vegetables and, and the herbs and the spices that are in there are uh, grown without pesticides or herbicides, which is, is important, of course. And um, the ingredients are basically... Organic vegetables, organic herbs and spices, uh, pure sea salt, and a starter culture which uh, in, which helps to regulate the fermentation, and that's comprised of um, three bacteria strains um, of vegetable origin. And the way it works is it's quite simple in principle. We we chop up the vegetables depending on the recipe. We mix the herbs and spices and the salt and the starter, and we put all of that, press it down into a, a big stainless steel vats. And let that ferment at a, a precise temperature controlled um, environment for about seven to ten days until we see that the, the pH, the, the measure of the acidity, is down to the level that we want and it's stabilized. And then we move that vat into a maturation room where it basically cures, like a good wine or a good cheese, which of course are, are also fermented products. And um, it, it sit there for a good couple of months, um, just getting better and better, and uh, it's good for the flavor to do that, the flavor profile, and it's good for all sorts of um, um, health benefits too. During that time, the enzymes multiply and uh, and so on. So uh, we let it cure there for a couple of months, and then we package. And uh, we have uh, seven or eight different recipes with vegetables. There's, there's the classic sauerkraut, of course, which people will know best which is green cabbage. And then we have two types of carrots, sliced carrots and grated carrots. There's beets, grated beets. There's red cabbage. And there's daikon radish, which is a Japanese uh, daikon uh, uh, radish, and uh, black radish. 
And in season, when we can get hold of the um, the right ingredients, we also do a kimchi. That's a spicy version of sauerkraut. It's a Korean speciality, which uses a, a different type of cabbage, napa cabbage and garlic and chili powder to, to give it the heat. And, and we, offer, we offer that too. And if I can um, add, one of the health benefits of the kimchi is that the kimchi is phenomenal with getting rid of parasites. So you not only have the wonderful addition of getting rid of, of you know building a healthy flora, but so many, and especially the kids and those who live in the South, almost always have some sort of parasitic problem, and the kimchi can be really beneficial for that. Yeah. Well, I should say that it's pretty hot. <laughs> pretty it is spicy. very hot, and that's why. But that is why in the hot cultures like Sri Lanka and parts of in the southern parts of India and in the southern parts of Asia that they eat such spicy foods is because those spicy foods help kill the parasites that, that are more prevalent in hotter climates. So um, spice is a good thing. That's just like even in the in the U.S. I mean, the some of the spiciest food with the cayenne peppers and such are used in the South. And so it's important to eat spicy food and not to be afraid of that. And it's good for us. And we we think that when we have something that's spicy and we get gas, that it makes us gassy. But in fact, it's killing off things that make us gassy. And so we shouldn't be avoiding the spicy foods. Um, um, and instead be, um, you know, really embracing them because there's so much benefit that they, they can have for us. Okay. Well, um, the, the other, uh, that's, that's very interesting. The other thing I wanted to mention is um, something that I think you carry too is our juices. Yes. And uh, I talk, before we talk about the juices, real quickly, I just because there's so much I want to say about the juices, but before we go into that, I want to mention that at the Autism One Conference, we demoed all of your products and um, that the two ones that people thought for sure that their kids were the most likely to eat were the shredded carrots, so that's a really good one to start with if you've got a child. And a lot of them loved, which kind of surprised me, the second favorite was the daikon radish. Um, Mm -hmm. They felt that those were flavored and mild enough that they thought that would be really, really fun for their kids. So just just if you're looking for a place to start, although you do offer a sampler package, but if you're looking for a place to start, I definitely would throw carrots in there as being one of the ones to start because it seems to be a good place. Okay. Um, okay. Now, the other thing that I want to mention real quickly is the fact that um, uh, these can be shipped frozen, and, and this is part of the benefit. When we first started shipping vegetables, we were not using your company, and we were having horror stories of people saying that they were, like, exploding when they were opening them in these glass jars. <laughs> and, and I mean, they would. They would just, because they become the fermentation. They're live cultures, and they, they're living. And so when you would, when you compact them to the, um, the glass jars, they would frequently just explode. Where your packaging is a wonderful way, the vacuum pack is a wonderful way of doing it. And what we frequently, at least in our office, when, when they're being sent, we, they're frozen. And then this way, they defrost during the shipping process, which is fine because you don't want, you know, you don't need to keep them frozen once you, they arrive. And then this way, they stay cool. They don't need to stay cool, though, as, um, you, you know, it, they don't have to be completely freezing all the time in order for them to be beneficial. I mean, if they're left out for a day, they're still okay, aren't they, Simon? Oh, yes, they'll be fine. I mean, again, it's the acidity that protects them. 
And traditionally, of course, going back centuries, people didn't even have refrigerators or freezers. So these, you know, when they're done right, they're absolutely fine at room temperature for a while. But we we do like to um, keep them cold just to make sure they're in top condition. And, and they taste uh, better. I think they taste a lot in. better when they're when they're colder. And and um, but they 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 work beautifully. Now the juices, which we have about a minute before we're going to go to break. But just briefly, let's start. To, uh, well, you know what? I'll tell you what. Let's let's talk about these juices when we get back because um, I. I I am very excited to have people understand this piece of it because I think that this is the one way when we were having patient after patient who just said they couldn't they couldn't get the cultured vegetables down their kids, this was the solution to it all. So we're going to talk about the cultured vegetable juices. We'll be back in a very short amount of time with Simon Gorman of Wise Choice Market. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Every weekend, take some time out of your schedule for new reflections featuring Dr. Adam Rubenstein. It's a show about all things aesthetic, from skin care to plastic surgery, health, and beauty. You'll learn about the aesthetic products and procedures to embrace or avoid. Each show will feature live, virtual, interactive consultations that you'll be able to follow along with and featured guests from the world of beauty and aesthetics. Listen Saturdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, for new reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. And it's Betsy Hicks filling in for Terry Aranga, and we're talking today about fermentation with the wonderful Simon Gorman of Wise Choice Market. This has been great. And just so you know, you can go to their website at wisechoicemarket.com and learn a lot more about the wonderful products. You're also, for those of um, our patients that are listening today at Elementals Living, there's a direct link on our website to go to Wise Choice Market as well. Um, And you can go because we we have them here in our store as well here in Delavan. Um, Simon, can we go back to the packaging? I want to, because I mentioned real briefly that when we've shipped in the past before we were using your products, we were shipping glass jars that they were exploding why is it that you're using the vacuum packed, um, and how? Why are you the only one doing it? Because it seems to me like that would be a logical choice for everybody to use. Yeah, so there's a good reason for that, and um, it goes back to the fact that fermentation, of course, is uh, a process that creates activity, and and a byproduct of that bacterial activity is gas, carbon dioxide. And it, uh, the industry's solution, the major scale uh, industry, their solution to control that gas production is to pasteurize or sterilize the product. 
But of course, from a nutritional point of view, that kills off anything that's good in there. And of course, it, it affects the the texture too, because if you um, apply such heat, which is basically cooking to fermented vegetables, it makes makes them very soft and mushy, and uh, it's a much inferior product. But um, that's what they do because they didn't have a way of keeping keeping it alive but uh, under control. Um, and that's why most uh, producers go one of two routes: they either they either pasteurize or they package in glass jars and then um, hope to cope with the uh, the activity that carries on inside those jars, uh, glass jars being the strongest container that, that's available. And even those, as you, as you mentioned, uh, Betsy, can always cope with the, the gases and the, uh, the bubbles that are produced right. inside. We decided to go uh, down a different uh, different road and, and to, to look into the science behind the fermentation and to see if we could find a way of getting a, a control over that fermentation process without compromising the, uh, the final product. And we did that through a collaborative research program with the Canadian Ministry of Agriculture. And over many years, we researched the, the way that the fermentation works, what we could do to, to regulate it, and microbiologists uh, specialized in this and studied it. And together, we came up with a solution that was a mixture of um, a physical product that is a starter culture that helps the fermentation process and the control over the environment that the, the fermentation occurs in, which is um, mostly comprised of temperature and salt levels and so on. So with a combination of those two things, it gave us a product that is um, still alive and uh, top quality, but uh, reasonably stable. And uh, that gave us the confidence to experiment with different forms of packaging. And the one that was the best, really, were these vacuum packs because they're so light, they're, uh, they're easy to freeze. The freezing doesn't affect the product at all in terms of um, texture or nutritional benefits. It just suspends the, the good bacteria until, it, until they uh, come back to life. And um, very easy to ship, easy to take with you when you travel. And they're not fragile, um, and that's important, of course, when you're shipping parcels to people's homes. If you imagine FedEx dropping a box of glass jars. Um, you know, it, so it's uh, a lot of advantages, and as of now, we're the only ones that we're aware of that are able to uh, use vacuum packs um, for live fermented vegetables, and I don't think that's... Um, we haven't seen that elsewhere. Well, I love it, and I appreciate it, and... and and of course, the, the juices are also um, for, we get them frozen, and those are in a um, a plastic type bottle that um, actually it's it's very stable. They expand a little bit as they freeze, and then they defrost very nicely. Tell me now about your juices. Okay, well, the juices. Um, this is something again that really came came about just by uh, uh, the fact that we were fermenting it. Uh, in larger quantities, and uh, we saw that we had more and more of the juices um, available. Basically, when 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 the vegetables are fermented, there's uh, an action of uh, pressure on the vegetables to keep them uh, pressed down inside the, the fermenting vat, and the salt that acts on the vegetables. And those two things together um, combine to extract quite a lot of liquid from the fermented vegetables. And a lot of that liquid remains in the package when we package them up in those vacuum packs. 
but there is also quite a lot of it left over. Uh, and um, we decided to to have a look at that liquid and discovered that it's extremely high in the good bacteria and the enzymes and lactic acid. It's a, a very powerful um, taste. Yeah, I, I think um, maybe you'd like to comment on that, Betsy, but in, in my my experience, it's uh, quite intense yes. because of the, the high levels of, of, uh, of those nutrients in there. And um, we, we bottle it, as you say, in, in small bottles, and um, there's all sorts of ways of, of using that to get the benefits that are present in fermented vegetables, but without having to actually uh, have um, you know, people eat the vegetables if they don't want to. This is a liquid form, a concentrated liquid form of those same nutrients. And and this be, it's interesting because it does come in a plastic bottle that looks almost like something that you would find milk or um, a juice in it or something such as that. They think, oh, well, I'm supposed to just drink this whole bottle, and that couldn't be from <laughs> the case. If you, if, you, if you have a lot of yeast and you drink an entire bottle of cultured vegetable juice, um, you're not going to be feeling so great and you'll spend a lot of time in the bathroom for a while unless you've been doing it for years in which case your body's set up and ready for it so you want to start slowly with this because as Simon said there's so such a huge concentration of probiotics in each teaspoon to tablespoon and you know maybe start with a teaspoon and work your way up to a tablespoon and then you know get into some sort of maintenance on a matter of tablespoons at a time until you can maybe do a you know a quarter of a cup at, at, at I would say, but as Simon said earlier and wisely, they're really this is medicine, this is food, not medicine. So there doesn't necessarily have to be a dosage. When you know you're doing too much is when you're possibly spending a lot of time with excessive gas or having um, loose stools. Then you might want to back it off a little bit because there's no reason to be uncomfortable. And if you go at the process gradually, you'll start killing things off at a much uh, calmer rate. Of course, in our clinic, we're very, very big about recommending things like artichoke extract to take while you're taking the cultured vegetables or juices because artichoke helps thin the bile so that if you're dumping a bunch of old yeast and old bacteria, that it can get out of the liver easily. And that's why we're, we're really big with recommending artichoke in our clinic. Um, but the, the taste of the cultured vegetables, Simon, to me is is fabulous. I, I think they just they taste absolutely wonderful. I um, I think that there's no problem at all with uh, using these products. And basically, they taste like a salted vegetable juice. So you have to kind of think about where what what flavors mesh well with salt and vegetables. Um, before I talk about some different ways of getting these down, is there anything else you want to mention about that? Uh, well, I, I, I would like to uh, agree with you there about the flavor. I think um, people who uh, are just dis- discovering or rediscovering fermented vegetables um, are surprised when they try when they try them. And I, I think that uh, in many ways we we all have some sort of inherited um, uh, memory, perhaps, of these products because we all, uh, through the ages, our, our ancestors used them in one form or another. And and it was something that got people through the winter, for example, fermented right. vegetables. And perhaps, you know, in some way there's an inherited memory from that. And, uh, but uh, for for most people, uh, they're sort of the conscious memory of that has been forgotten and uh, industrial processed food has sort of taken over and uh, perhaps they've forgotten how real 
a live uh, fermented foods taste. And uh, a lot of them are pleasantly surprised. And some others, as you mentioned, they take some time to get used to it, but then really, really get to like them. And uh, um, I know that um, the kids, I've seen plenty of kids really, you know, become to ask for them after a while because they really like them and then mix them into all sorts of other foods, which uh, you probably have uh, some suggestions about. And yeah, um, it's, yeah it's, it's really a matter of um, working them into your daily routine. Yeah, it, it, truly. And um, uh, I think you have to remember, just like with any food, not all companies make the same, use the same spices and use the same textures. And so it, it, you have to find what works best for yours. We were, people were very, very happy with test tasting yours at Autism One and really enjoyed them quite quite a bit. I mean, they, they were, I can't believe how many sample packages we actually went through that people were so willing to, to try so many different things. But um, there, there are, it's endless what you can do with making fermented foods, and, but you really seem to hit some of the top ones very, very well. Um, so going back to the juices, so what are the juice flavors that you offer? Well, we, as I said, the juices are basically uh, extracted from the fermented vegetables themselves as a, as a um, uh, side product, and they're, uh, therefore they're, they're parallel to those. So we have the sauerkraut juice. That's our, our biggest seller of the juices. There's beet juice, and that's a, a really strong color and, uh, and flavor. There's the uh, juice of the fermented carrots. That's probably the least uh, sour of them because of the sweetness uh, in the carrots, and there's juice of um, daikon radish and red cabbage. And I I like the daikon the most. I have to say, <laughs> that's my uh, that's my favorite. I could drink large amounts of that. I don't know what it is about radish and the flavor of that. Of course, um, I think radish is good for gallbladder issues and things like that as well. So radishes does other benefits. Where beets are so good for the kidneys, and um, so they're they're so helpful with those as well. Um, now, when when I'm talking about this in, in a juice form. Um, know that it is still salty because that's that's what's part of the process of the fermentation. So what I want to get into are some of the different ways that you can kind of put those into other foods. Now, remember, first and foremost, all of the foods that Simon's mentioning, as well as the juices, they're not going to have the probiotic benefits unless they are stay cool or at room temperature. You cannot overly heat. Um, I mean, you can warm up a little bit, uh, you know, to maybe 90, 100 degrees or so, but you don't want to be... Is there an actual temperature, Simon, that you, you can't take them above? Well, that, that's a matter of debate. There's a range of temperatures depending on which um, bacteria and enzymes uh, we're discussing, but in, in general, the recommendation is not to go around above about 105 degrees. Okay. These products. Which is, I think... The temperature outside right now in most of America right now, just see. <laughs> well, that that would be fine. I mean, because that's not a direct heat, and that that's fine. That that would be okay. It is. It we're in, in the U.S. here. We're having so such ridiculous heats right now. So I'm sure. But yes, um, 
but still, that's that you don't want to be heating these foods. So the reason I say that is because you have to be very careful with you can't just throw them in some bread that you're making or things such as that because although you may get a few antioxidants or things such that you're not going to get any of the um, you're not going to get any of the probiotics. They're going to die off in the process. So let's take um, Simon. If we could take our last break now, uh, when we get back. As promised, we will give you lots of different tips of getting both the cultured vegetables and the juices down your children, your spouse, yourself, whatever it takes. We're going to make sure that you enjoy these as much as we do. We'll be right back with Simon Gorman of Wise Choice Market. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Learn about alternative health from a Christian perspective when you tune in to Harmonious Health with Tanisha Bowen. God's work can help you uncover and heal the root cause of illness, disease, as well as deeper emotional and physical issues. Our program takes a look at energy work and healing arts by speaking to the experts, but also looking at a spiritual side with Tanisha helping you address the challenges that are keeping you from the best and blessed life. Harmonious Health can be heard every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. in the West on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. Hello, it's Betsy Hicks, and I am joined here with Simon Gorman. I'm filling in for Terry today. And Simon and I are talking to you about his wonderful company, the Wise Choice Market, and the wonderful uh, vegetables, fermented vegetables and vegetable juices we've been talking about um, of, that they sell. And what I'm... Wanting to do for you now is to give you some ideas as to ways to get these foods down. Now, for those of you who know me, I'm the author of a book called Picky Eating Solutions. I'm also the medical, the, excuse me, the um, director and uh, president of Elementals Living, which is a holistic um, uh, clinic in Wisconsin. My husband is Dr. John Hicks, who is a medical doctor who works with me in our clinic, and he strongly recommends Wise Choice Market and the foods that Simon Gorman is promoting um, to his patients and really, really has enjoyed working with them. But many of them will say, you know, my kid's a picky eater. How am I going to get these down? So the first place to, do, to, to think about is starting with the juices. Texture is always a problem with picky eaters. It's not so much the flavor that they're afraid of as the texture. And let me just start by saying that if you have a little baby, the best thing you could do is start introducing them to the um, juices of the cultured vegetables now because they're so wonderful for them and they start building that wonderful bacteria for them early and they grow accustomed to that 
flavor, and they start craving it as they get older. I've watched numerous babies being raised on cultured vegetable juices that just flourished because their immune systems were built with a strong probiotic and no dysbiosis whatsoever. So let's so so one of the things you can do this time of year is a really easy thing to do is to throw it into popsicles. We have we found here that in making a homemade popsicle, you could go about two teaspoons of the cultured vegetable juice before the child's even going to notice that something's different about the popsicle. Certainly, you can go up more if the child's more willing to eat anything on a stick, um, but uh, about two teaspoons will make something that blends in beautifully with the fruit juices that you might already be using in a regular popsicle. Of course, doing things like fresh, adding it to fresh juices or smoothies or things like that are great. Remember that the cultured vegetables are going to have a little bit of salt flavor, so it'll be, it'll be a little different. So, so start gradual. Make sure that your children trust you. You always want them to, to trust. And uh, you know your child best, whether or not it's a matter of sneaking something in or if you want to be honest about it and, and if they're wise enough to know why, all the benefits it can have. Um, I would recommend a lot for, this is Sandor's actual recommendation, is he did a lot, talked a lot about soups. And, you know, we don't, obviously if the soup is piping hot, we don't want to add the good bacteria to the soups. But um, you, if your soup is cooling a little bit, and then that's a great time to add the cultured vegetable juice because it's basically just adding a salty flavor to it, you won't even notice that. Salad dressings are also a great place. If your child eats salads or even if you're making some sort of a coleslaw or any sort of a um, um, broccoli type of a salad or in many different kinds of salads that you can make, even, even on a Waldorf salad, things such as that, you can always add some sort of salt flavor to it and then doing it with the cultured vegetables. And for that, I do recommend the beets because I think the, the beet juices work really, really well because they add a little bit more sweetness to it. Um, the sauerkraut juices and the daikon, the ones that are clear, are good to use for things like mashed potatoes and rice. Uh, once again, you, those are common foods you need to salt anyway, so putting them in foods such as that is great. Um, although I have to say, with my son, who is, you know, certainly as a mom who expects him to eat certain foods, he is tremendously good because with, with him, rather than trying, I don't want to go through the trouble of trying to sneak these foods in. I prefer more instead to have a, a reward, like a first this, then that type of ro- a reward. He does. Um, a shot of cultured vegetable juice every morning. I bought a bunch of little shot glasses so that it's small and he doesn't, it's not overwhelming and I just put the cultured vegetable juice in there every morning and he starts every morning with a cup of bone broth and a shot of some sort of a cultured vegetable juice. Very simple. He also, we, I've worked with my children, many children for years of getting them to eat the cultured vegetables, having a reinforcement food that they really, really like and starting it off with a bite of first this you know, have the cultured vegetable, then you can have whatever it is you want. Simon, are there any other tips that you want to add into that? Well, we, well those are great ideas. Um, we, we have heard of people using them in, um, in, in mixtures for crackers and, and things like that. If the crackers are dehydrated at low de- temperatures. Oh, then, right. Yeah, and then That's... all the good stuff's still alive. And uh, the people say uh, mix up in the food processor Whatever the ingredients are for those crackers, and as the liquid to to make that um, all mash up, they add the the fermented juice, and then put those in the dehydrator and, and dehydrate them, and uh, everything is still there, of course, because of the low temperature. 
That is a fabulous idea. I love it. And, and if you're doing some sort of a, a spread, um, then and do you you sell as well? One of the things products we did not talk about, which does come in glass, but it doesn't tend to explode so much, are the garlic flowers, the fermented garlic flowers. Yes, uh, that, that, those, those are great are to, to just about uh, anything for a mild garlic flavor. They are wonderful. It almost has a little bit of a pesto-ish type taste to it. It looks a lot like pesto. People think it frequently is pesto. And those are fantastic to spread on top of crackers. Those, and that's a wonderful fermented food that is fantastic. Garlic flowers are fantastic at getting rid of candida and bad yeast. So having the fermented garlic flowers on top of a cracker or something such as that is, is really, really a wonderful food to, to have. So those that that would that would be you know another another good tip for that, um, Simon. How do what's let's give some more information about your company. So it's Wise Choice Market, and people can um, access um, all the information about your products on your website. Correct. That's right. We have a, a nice website, WiseChoiceMarket.com, and it's uh, all the information is right there, and we have the. Um, Capability to to ship orders directly to people's homes. It, it's uh, it's very efficient because of these vacuum packs, and we also use dry ice in the in the insulated boxes that we ship in, so it all arrives nice and cold. And um, there are all sorts of uh, combinations that you can try a sampler pack to start with, see see what you like best. And then once you you know once people tend to um, uh, identify the product they like best, they come back for multiples of that same product and there's discounts if you do that. So um, it's all there on the website. And you offer free shipping over orders of $50 or more, is that correct? That's right. Uh, at the moment, we're we're keeping that threshold uh, for free shipping at $50. We hope we can continue to do that with the rising uh, fuel costs. I know. That has to be a very big struggle to do. Um, yeah. But for for at the moment, that would be that, that is it is a very good thing to to be able to have. Um, so you do have other products. Just so I can mention, we only have about another minute or so left. But you do have other products besides these these as well that we mentioned today. Yes, we also have a starter culture that we we designed to help people to ferment their own cultured vegetables at home because it's quite possible to do that. Um, if you have uh, some patience to let the products ferment, and uh, starter culture can help the process by providing a boost of the right bacteria so that the fermentation is, is more likely to, to succeed. And um, that's also available on our website, and that might be a good option for people who have to, if, you know, if there are people out there with the time to, uh, to try it at home, that, uh, that could be something that would be quite fun for the kids to join in. It really is. We love making ours, and we use our, our crocs, but there's so many different things that you can make them in, from ball jars to all different types of, of, of ways of, of creating these, and they are fun, and they're a science experiment all on their own. So thank you, everybody. I've really had a lot of fun with Simon today. Thank you for listening. I'm Betsy Hicks of Elementals Living, and thank you to Simon Gorman of Wise Choice Market. It's been a lot of fun talking with you today, Simon. Thank you, Betsy. All right, we'll talk. Terry, Terry will be back with you next week, I think. I'm with you again in two weeks um, uh, as we are going to be going up to an Aspen um, a day camp, for, for, or actually a staying camp at Extreme Sports Camp. I'll, see, I'll talk to you all in two weeks. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga.